oozes out and just like explodes and it's so gooey and like you know what this tastes like Welcome to the Big Dane Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Trimborn, and this podcast is a random hodgepodge of topics that gets released on every Tuesday on, you know, your preferred platform, of course. And I really enjoy sharing my personal stories and making those connections with you guys and just really being relatable, um, all in a fun and silly environment. Hey friends, do you ever open up your social media and the first thing that pops up is food and you think, damn, that looks amazing. I need that. And then do you think about how many foodies you follow and think, wow, 90% of my social media account is food. What is that about, right? Well, I hear you, so stick around. I can totally relate. I will share what's going on in my brain when I'm scrolling through all these food accounts. Am I right? It's a little intense, a little intense. And this episode, you might get a little hungry. So watch out. So two words, right? Two words. Food porn. Yep. Yep. This is a thing that has just erupted with social media. Because when you think 10 years ago, no one is posting about food, what they're eating, what they might be going to eat. You know, everyone was just updating their Facebook status, right? I'm feeling so ill today, like, fuck this, like, that bitch, or some crazy shit, right? So, no one was doing any kind of food posts or anything. I mean, sure, if you are a food blogger, if you, you know, are a food photographer, absolutely. I'm talking about everyday people, you know? everyday folks around here I mean when you think about it it really goes back to the technology over the years everything just getting updated constantly with capabilities what these new phones will have and not just a camera but um being able to literally let me get on Google Chrome. Let me Google this. Oh wait, what was that called again? Wait, let me just let me just Google it. All of these things, right? Everything is at our fingertips now. And so having that instant opportunity to quickly take a photo and upload the slice of pizza that you're getting. That is a game changer now compared to 10 years ago when you think about it. 
And so because of the technology and how it's really grown in the past 10 years, we've adjusted. We've adjusted to this instant gratification. And of course, not just with food, but like with everything. But, you know, no one is using like a legit camera to take out a separate camera that's not on their phone to take a picture to then upload. Do you remember when we did that? Do you know how awful that was? Because I would literally, you know, have go on a trip, go on a long weekend, or, or even a long vacation. And then you think, oh, man, I got to upload these pictures. Such a whole process. You need to get your USB out and USB cord, that is. And like connect it to your camera, into your computer. And then you hope that Facebook is like acting appropriately and cooperating because how many times when you try to upload like 50 pictures and it's like, oh, nope, can't do it. Can't do it. There's like an error happening. You know, maybe if you had a Mac, like the the pinwheel, it's just going, it's just spinning. And then before you know it, it like crashes. And then you just start all over again. Like how horrible was that? And then then you're so aggravated that you're like, well, looks like I'll try again like next week. Yeah, I'll just give it the rest. <laughs> but now it's like, let me take a picture. Boom, I'm, I'm uploading it in less than 30 seconds. So it's really changed. And I think because of that, like, it's just evolved in such a different way and how we view things that now we're literally posting every single thing of what we're doing. But I feel that a lot of it, of what I've seen, and at least what I follow, (laughs) is food. Like, I want to see what's going on in the restaurants. Um, I want to see some of these fabulous people that are truly like going around the Philadelphia area, even or even Kanji here, and really trying the foods, taking these pictures that look amazing. And I thought, oh, wow, you know what? I haven't tried out this restaurant yet. Like, maybe I should go try it because whatever you're eating right now looks fabulous. And honestly, I really don't mean the businesses, right? I don't mean... Like, oh my gosh, like, why are the restaurants, like, posting so much? No. I love that. Um, But I think that we have so many people that also just love food, love flavors. They want to try different things. They're going to different restaurants. And they want to share that with everyone else, right? And so that, to me, I, I think is wonderful. I also think that social media is just saturated, <laughs> no pun intended with that word, with food. I mean, yeah. What do you think? I mean, how many, what kind of accounts are you following? Is like, like comedians, 
Are you kind of the person that's following celebrities, maybe a combination, you know? You have to have at least, like, a couple food accounts in there, like some food bloggers. And, you know, it doesn't have to be anyone fancy, right? It's just people who want to share their experience and share it to the world. And, again, don't have a problem with it. Love it. I just think that... There's just so much. There's so much that sometimes it feels like, wow, like, again, like, Philly food 24 underscore cat dog. Oh, okay. I thought I just saw another Philly food underscore doggy dog. Yeah. So there's just, like, so many, like, Philly food this. Conchi foodie that. Philadelphia food girl there's so many that it's i don't know what to do who do i follow do i follow all of them um especially i think since i follow hashtags too that if someone does it for a town either like philly or philadelphia or even kanchi you know whatever that that's when i start to see these extra ones and i was like wait who is this who is this person? Should I start following this person? But I'm like already following like 50 other people. So, huh. Like how different is this person going to be, right? And I think that's what is interesting because I think a lot of us are going to some of these same places, right? I think it would be different or something would be a little bit more unique if... um Maybe they're more of like hidden gems or, you know, places where even maybe, and maybe this is where, you know, it's really someone more professional that is like truly a food writer or a food blogger. Um, They do this for a living and they're trying to really get something that's not even on the menu. See, I think that is cool. Um, But yeah, I think just what I'm seeing and who I follow to, I'm like, this is like a lot of the same things, you know? Just a lot of like, you know, bagels, cream cheese, and lox. Um, Like how many times am I going to see that? Looks wonderful. Every time it looks great. It looks great. But then I go to another one. I'm like, oh, another bagel, cream cheese, and lox, but with cucumber and tomato. So where are you getting that one, right? Right. It's a little bit different, but again, it's just, it's, it's very interesting. It's just, there's just a lot and sometimes it's overwhelming. So maybe you're saying like, why don't you just unfollow these people? But again, it's not that I'm like, oh my God, this is annoying, but just kind of acknowledging that, wow, so many people are doing this too. Right. Um, And so a lot of us just love different kinds of foods and different places, some similar places. So it's all well and great, all well and great. Um, And for, you know, for the restaurants, I mean, it's pretty cool because this is free advertising for them, free advertising. And what I like... um, about the restaurants when they post because, well, what I like about it is that 
sometimes I haven't tried every, you know, a lot of times I'm not trying everything in the menu quite yet. You know, I've had my share of plates at certain restaurants, but maybe there's still a couple other things I haven't tried, right? So if there's something that they post that I haven't tried and then I see it on social media, I'm like, wow, like that's what that looks like. Like that's how it comes out, right? And, you know, a nice presentation. And I just love that because then I think, well, maybe next time like we go there, I'm going to order that. Or or even just to see some of the new um like a new menu or, you know, a new dish they're coming out with. So I love that. I love when restaurants do that because they're not putting that shit online. And when I mean online, on their website. <laughs> they don't have time. No one has time to quickly do that on their website because everyone has a smartphone and they can simply... Boom, take it. Boom, it's up. Here we go. Let's get some business in. Let's just reel them in. All right. Reel it in, people. Um, but yeah, again, I I'm very guilty of following so many people that are posting about food and only food. And then I sit there, I'm like getting hungry. I'm like, wow, this like delicious pasta dish, carbonara and, you know, the pancetta and the creaminess and you're just like drooling. And I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. And then I, then you kind of scroll through their account. Like, wow, like what else are they eating? Okay, so you're like, you're good there. Then you go back to like the homepage and then you're scrolling, then you see like another one, and then you see like, you know, all these food trucks and all these different kinds of foods happening and pizza on a cone and craziness, or even um, maybe waffles or ice cream. And then before you know it, you're literally seeing like all these accounts, breakfast, sandwiches, hoagies, salads, pizzas sushi tacos i mean guys i like basically just listed all my favorite foods yeah yeah i will say though for salads why does it seem like salads are so much better out than when you try to make one (laughs) i'm like why does this taste so much better when i buy it at a restaurant Instead of me trying to make it at home. It's just so much better. I don't know. I really enjoy, um, like, Peppercini's has some very good salads. And um, uh, Bar Luca. Oh, my gosh. Just, like, kind of different kinds, you know. Um, but so good. But, yeah, it's like, if I were to take a picture of my salad, there'd be, like, not a lot going on. Or, like, I think, too, that I don't always buy enough of ingredients to put in a salad so then it's kind of bare so it might be might just be like mixed greens and carrots and maybe if we got tomatoes that week then some cherry tomatoes right so but the restaurants are putting in chickpeas a little bit of radish um although i'm not like a big fan of radishes but you know it's just kind of there right just kind of there for show. Like, hey, I'm a watermelon radish. Ooh. Yeah. 
Um, or even what else, guys? Like, what else are they putting in salads? Um, sometimes like pistachios, lots of different things. So you see, like, it's very more appealing when you see something like that as opposed to like, here in my salad, it's literally just lettuce. <laughs> um, but what I also like when people are going around locally and and I don't know if it's just me, but things, you know, that are happening in the area. Of course, you want to follow like things that are happening locally where it's a person or events or whatever. And so when people are taking pictures of food that are local, it's like, wow, that's only maybe a 15 minute drive away. Or wow, that's literally like outside of my house or and then you think, yo, I'm in. I am in because that is literally just down the street. I'm going to go get that Friday night. I'm going to get it. You know, this is what I'm thinking, right? As soon as I see something that's like not that far away, like travel time, I'm planning it. I'm planning to go. Planning to go. And what else? What about, it? you know, if it is something further away or that you see someone took a picture of and they're at this amazing restaurant. Um, you're like, okay, like, let me, let me write it down. Let me make note of it. Let's, let's go back or let's kind of plan for that like next month or something or next weekend. Sometimes though, some of those restaurants downtown city, you really have to plan ahead. Like sometimes these uh, like amazing restaurants they need a reservation like two months in advance, like Vernick down the city. I remember that got kind of booked up. Very good restaurant. Definitely recommend. And then I heard, and I recently saw on social media because I started like following some pizza accounts. I mean, who doesn't love pizza? And like good pizza, right? I feel like Matt and I, we had been on a kick with like trying like different pizzas in the area. Like, oh, this is like really good. And we got to another person like, oh, this is like not so good. <laughs> so one I came across, it's in Maniunk, I believe. Maniunk Roxbury, I believe. Pizza John. I'm like, what is this Pizza John? I'm like, why haven't I heard of this? And apparently what I heard, like you have to order it... I think at least like a week in advance because I guess they have like certain kind of dough that they need to make sure it's rising in time for when you pick up your pizza. So yeah, so I thought that was interesting. But I feel like a week before, sometimes we don't know if we're going to have pizza like that far in advance, which doesn't seem that far in advance, like only a week. But at the same time, you know, a lot of the... Well, a lot of the times Friday night rolls, rolls around and we're like, let's get Ellie Moan. We're going down the street, right? So, so it's something we got to, I guess, just force ourselves in a way to like be in the mood for pizza. And maybe it's something like, all right, we're going to get it next week. Let's put it in the order. Boom, done. So then you talk about it all week to get real jazz about it. And then maybe you just start thinking about all the different flavors and then you start craving it. Yeah, Maybe. I think so. I think the more you think about something, um, you're going to want it more and kind of crave it. And then once it's there, it's going to be like, oh my gosh. 
get in my mouth. <laughs> um, and truly, when you are continuing to scroll through the pizzas and everything else, it's almost like when you're grocery shopping, when you're hungry, like you shouldn't be doing this. Do not scroll when you're hungry because you're going to get hangry and then start snacking and then you're going to ruin your dinner. So that's kind of my advice for that. (laughs) Um, And then enough about just food in general. What about desserts? Like this is a different ballpark. Like, whoa, we just hit all like apps. We hit the second course, right? Maybe the third course now, but this is like the fourth course, right? So desserts this is ice cream cookies cookie sandwiches ice cream sandwiches little candies maybe some cakes i like randomly started following like fat girl snacks or something i'm like what the hell is this this looks amazing you can like order cakes and everything it just looks so good have i ordered i have not but I'll have to check it out a little bit further and in depth. But I think, again, that one is like more of like a business. So, and I guess I will say for the dessert side, I don't see as many posts about that from just like your regular day people as opposed to more of the businesses. So one I started following was the Cookie Queen and she's actually in Lafayette Hill, which I do wanna try her cookies cause they just look so amazing and so beautiful. She does such a nice job. I just, I cannot get over like, um, you know, her technique and, and the decorating. It's so intricate and oh my gosh, so, it's kind of cool to see someone local that are like, wow, you're like literally just like up the street. That's so cool. So, but that's kind of my thing. I mean, do you follow anyone that's literally just posting desserts? You know, if, if it's not, you know, forget about like a business, right? Is it just like a dessert blogger, right? Now I feel like I need to start looking for that. Yeah. And I think... Um, Oh, you know what I wanted to say too? You can't forget about all the drinks, your slushies. You got like a wine slushie. Maybe you got a frosé. Oh, what's this new beer on tap? Like, yo, like here's someone posting about it. They're doing like cheers. They're doing a little boomerang, right? And it's like, wow, what what is this? You know, that's something too I feel like I enjoy seeing just to see like, Oh, like what's new happening? Like, what is that? Where can I get that? Can I buy that too? Like at a local beer store? Cool, that works for me. Then you got your craft cocktails, like so many things, your other just random craft beer, and then you got your wine. So that is that. But I think in general, sometimes I also feel that people when they are posting and depending yeah how they're posting it's like wow look what I've got today like can you top this you know like sometimes it feels like a competition and maybe that's me being competitive but that's the way I kind of see it like hey like I'm at this place like I'm eating this amazing food right like hey I'm down at Tinto in the city having Spanish tapas and then you're literally at home eating plain chicken and broccoli thinking well shit shit <laughs> um but 
ultimately, I do believe that kind of goes back to just having that connection with food and food bringing people together and just think that like you know people enjoy sharing what they're eating with other people as opposed to just eating by by themselves I mean and I think I even heard on maybe it was like the hidden brain podcast which is like I really like that one and they were talking about how the sign they did like a little experiment almost but data showed that you will enjoy food better if you're with someone else as opposed to eating it by yourself mm-hmm. yeah and I think with the social media aspect of it and posting it's almost as if hey like I'm eating this right now. I almost wish you were eating this with me right now because I'm sharing this amazing food and I want you to be like just as excited as I am. Like you have to have us, you have to try it. Like all these flavors are coming through sweet, salty. Um, so a little bit of acid in there, right? Like so many different flavors and just so good. And on the flip side, you know, if you're scrolling, enough posting it's a little bit of FOMO because you're out at this wonderful place and you're looking you're like well that looks cool that actually looks really good and again you're at home just having like a basic meal and like spaghetti and just trying to get through the evening yeah I think what really gets me are more of the videos that are posted and when someone is cutting into burrata burrata it just like oozes out and just like explodes and it's so gooey and like you know what this tastes like so you're just trying to imagine it and you just taste all the deliciousness and everything and i think it's interesting with food too because a lot of these foods that are being posted, they're being shared, and we're really enjoying it, we all know what it tastes like. I think there are very few posts where it's something, say, exotic or, or very unique that no one has had. So, of course, in that, taste, like, in that case, yeah, we may not know what that really tastes like, right? But when you look at that picture, you see this chicken bacon ranch pizza, okay? You know what this tastes like. That crispy bacon, that marinated chicken. Oh my goodness, just the cheesiness. It's The cheese is just, ah, right? And it's almost as if we should have smell-o-vision and just really just capture it all, all in one. Right, like you're like you're eating the pizza, but like actually, like you already ate, right? So, but how crazy would that be if you if we could do that, like kind of like be there with them and capture the moment? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. That would just literally be on a whole new level of food porn, food porn two by no people, yeah. Yeah. How crazy. But 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of my food porn episode. All right. And you can go to thebigdanepodcast.com slash podcast to have a listen and check out all the other episodes and kindly write a review if you enjoyed it. And guys, if you haven't heard my announcement, okay, I have a little survey for you guys. Okay, I know, I hear you already. It's only gonna take two minutes, so take a deep breath. I still have this up on the homepage, okay? So you just gotta go bigdamepodcast.com. Boom, boom, okay? Literally, the button is right there. Take the survey, just have a little tap. Take it. I wanna hear your thoughts on the podcast, some of your feedback, you know, what some of your favorite episodes things that you just want to hear in general or whatever you want to tell me, okay? And even about possibly switching over to season. So please have a look, tap on that, take the survey, and let me know. And just be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest updates, all right? Okay, my friends. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you later. Peace out.